Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appeared inside my heart. But does this strange romance stand a ghost of a chance? I'm Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful. Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now, Ryan High, awful win on Sunday, just got the email notification that the Reggie White Funko Pop I ordered at the start of the season shipped. Yeah, I knew it was coming in December. I forgot about it. Big Funko Pop guy, big, you know, pop culture, Marvel Comics, superhero, Star Wars guy. So I order these Funko Pops all the time, and there's some of just show up, and I'm like, oh, I don't even remember ordering this, but it's here. Or it'll be pre-ordered and won't come out for like six or seven months. I don't get how Disney and Marvel do these things. Whatever. Anyway, just got notification. It's coming this week. I take that as a great sign that the Eagles are going to get a win on Sunday. But what is everyone in Philadelphia talking about? Jalen Hurts, top of the town right now. What is Philadelphia, if not a city of backup quarterbacks? Who loves a backup quarterback more than anyone? Everyone says, oh, the backup quarterback's always the most popular guy in town. That's just a running cliche amongst people. It's the whole mystery box theory. Oh, this guy could be anything. He could be anyone. He could be a superstar. He could be everything our starting quarterback is not. But in Philadelphia, of all places, we've seen so many quarterback controversies. I don't know if you guys, gals, whoever you identify yourself, were watching the ESPN pregame show on Sunday. You might have seen a clip on it on Twitter, went viral, kind of, within the Philly sports, Philly Eagles Twitter sphere. Uh, it was talking about all of the huge quarterback controversies in Eagles history. You have Cunningham and Jaworski, McNabb and Cobb. Then you have, according to ESPN, Michael Vick and Jeff Garcia. When did that happen? And I was just like, how did that happen? I looked it up. Apparently, Jeff Garcia was on the roster for 15 days in the 2009 season, which is like, I don't remember that. I was what, uh, a freshman, sophomore in high school? That's not the point. I don't remember him even being on the team, and Vic was the backup in 2009. Donovan was the starter. I think he made the Pro Bowl. It was his last year as a starter with the team, uh, and they went to Dallas, and that was his own boom, 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 air guitar, walking out of the t- tunnel game. His last moment as an Eagle, very fitting. Anyway, that's not really a quarterback contract. You don't count that, but then we have... 2010 Cobb versus Michael Vick. That's one that you should have said. That's maybe what you were thinking of this other white quarterback who's pretty mediocre instead of Jeff Garcia you had Kevin Cobb there. And then chip year 2013, then you have Michael Vick and Nick Foles, and then Nick Foles leaves, and then you have Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford, Carson Wentz, and it's Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, and then Nick Foles leaves, and now it's Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. Tale of two cities. Philadelphia is always a tale of two quarterbacks. Always two quarterbacks going on. I've been wanting the Hurts move for a while. I think since that that Bengals game, that tie, was really soul-crushing for me for a lot of facets of the organization between Wentz, his play, uh, building up over the first three games of the season, all the mistakes he'd been making, Doug, the way he kind of seemed to give up on the game, that game-ending punt and overtime playing for a tie, that's something that will never sit right with me. Uh, it just seemed like all the mistakes... Uh, from Howie Roseman drafting over the last handful of years, finally, finally caught up with him completely. But right now, I enjoyed Sunday. 
And I had a podcast, what, two weeks ago, I was talking to you all, saying I want the Eagles to lose out. I want the highest pick possible. This is a hellacious season, was how I was describing it. I just want a fresh start, whether that's new GM, new head coach, new quarterback. I want something new because this is not doing it for me. Not only am I not enjoying myself on a weekly basis, but these games, this team, this roster, this construction is actively hurting the future of the franchise. That's how I felt. And it was sobering to kind of look at Carson Wentz where this is December 15th. Recording this right around 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Carson Wentz turns 30, or 28 this month on the 30th of December. Turns 28. I, I, don't, I don't know what to think. That's bad. It's year five. He's about to turn 28. I don't know the thing of the guy. Not good. Not good. But then Hertz comes in. A move I've been calling for. It's, hey, Wentz is broken in. You know, I've seen some talk on Twitter where Jamal Jackson or Trey Thomas, someone on Twitter uh, was talking about this, an ex-Eagles player where he's kind of saying, you know, we talk about Wentz being broke, and I feel like that's kind of, you know, kid-gloving it a bit. And I, I agree there, you know, the quarterback's bad at 28. He might just be bad to some people. We don't have to, you know, account for the guy's feelings. We don't do this for safeties and cornerbacks. We don't say, hey, Nicole Roby Coleman is only this old. We don't say Avante Maddox, who... Stinks and shouldn't be in the NFL is only this years old. It's okay. It's only his third year with the team. It's even more important to have that great play, that excellent level play, that stability, that competence with the quarterback position. And that's just what the Eagles weren't getting. But again, this is leading me to Jalen Hurts. And I was so amped for Sunday. Really. It felt like I was turning a page. Not that Jalen Hurts, even after. A successful performance on Sunday against the Saints wasn't phenomenal, wasn't extraordinary, but he did everything he needed to to win that game. And if Carson Wentz played that game for the Eagles, guess what? They'd have nine losses right now. They were not winning that game with the Carson Wentz we have seen in 2020. Just not. But yeah, it was just the new guy. You know, it was the, the shiny new toy and Hurts. Mobility, everything was tantalizing prospect for me. I mean, I. I'm not Michael Kist or Benjamin Solek, and I think they were a little bit lower on Hurts coming in the draft. Not as a shot to those guys. Those guys know way more about uh, the draft uh, process than I do. You know, just as a guy who had won a ton of games at Alabama and then just went hog freestyle beast mode at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley last year. Had 52 total touchdowns. I think he had close to 1,300 rushing yards, and I'm guessing what around like 3,800 passing yards, maybe that. I obviously wasn't looking at it as a prospect for the Eagles, but I'm just thinking, hey, that guy could be Dak. And there's a, you know, non-zero chance he turns into Russell Wilson. You know, that's like a, you know, 95th, 96th, 97th percentile outcome. But it could happen. I think he's a starter in this league. A decent one at that. I think he could be a top 20 starter. This is what I was feeling before the Eagles even made that pick. Then I was, I was obviously angry at the pick just because, you know, just signed this quarterback to bajillion dollars, and he led you guys on this, you know, four-game streak at the end of the year, and maybe it was a little unsustainable about against poor competition. But, you know, Wentz was my guy, I felt like. And, you know, over the last several months of the season, he's proved certainly not to be, not only not my guy anymore, but I don't think he deserves to be the unquestioned Eagles guy at the quarterback position. 
So we got Hurts coming in. Obviously, a backup can spark a team's play. And that just goes for any player on any team. That's not necessarily specific to this situation with Hurts and Wentz. People say, like, oh, the offense is going to look a little bit better. And that's because I saw Brian Westbrook talking about this this week. Eagles great. Eagles legend. Because the Eagles have had that situation in the past when he was on the team. McNabb would get injured a couple times. You had Cody Datmer. You had A.J. Philly coming in there. And the feeling was that the offense may have seemed smoother just because a backup quarterback doesn't have a lot of leeway within running the offense. He's going to run it the way the coach wants to. It's going to seem more in rhythm. It's going to seem smoother. It's going to seem more holistic in a way. Whereas the starting quarterback, the franchise quarterback, allegedly, has that room to kind of make his own calls and do his own thing outside of just the control of the coach. So I think any quarterback, in reality, coming in, may have presented a spark for the Eagles, as Hurts did against Green Bay. But it speaks to Hurts' own ability to not only harness that and do that well enough against Green Bay. He didn't play great against the Packers. But he showed enough signs of life to encourage the Eagles to start him this past week against New Orleans and to bring that energy, to bring that juice with him. That's what you guys, y'all know I talk about juice. Jalen Hurts has the juice. And we saw it on Sunday. Second most rushing yards ever by quarterback in his first career start. Uh, behind Lamar Jackson at 119. Hurts had 106. I guess uh, he had three kneel downs. So... Maybe he's had closer to like 110. So for the record books later on, don't forget that. I had a blast watching the game. It was the most fun I had watching an Eagles game for an entire game. I, I don't know when. I guess I'm recording this. I think a year ago today was that game down in Washington uh, last year. It was the last game, you know, the Washington football team was known as the Washington Redacteds uh, that the Eagles played them. So that was the last game against that era of Washington football. One is that awesome throw uh, to the back of the end zone, Miles Sanders. I think this was the last time I really enjoyed an Eagles game like that. And certainly for the first time all season, the only thing that really compared was, you know, that first quarter and a half or so in week one before things went awry against Washington down and, what is that, Maryland? Landover, Maryland? Yeah. Then Hertz comes in, uh, you know, Hertz comes in against the Green Bay. I like what I saw. Had a couple of drinks in me. Went on Fanatics, bought a Jalen Hurts t-shirt. An Eagles one, and an Oklahoma one. That's how you know I was feeling it. Sunday, I wear my Jalen Hurts Oklahoma jersey. Has the Jordan Jumpman logo on it. I'm feeling myself. Jalen Hurts has juice, brings the Eagles juice. I felt like I had the juice wearing that. Jumpman's a different feeling when you have that. That's the type of football that I haven't seen in forever. Yeah, the Eagles scored 24 points. You know, Hertz wasn't terrific as a passer, but he was competent. And maybe it's not the most sustainable thing in the world, but to watch a quarterback rush for 100 yards in the game is thrilling. We haven't seen that since 2010 with Michael Vick. That's unbelievable to watch. Every time he drops back, something wonderful could happen. It felt like the beginning of the Wentz era for me, where I was in the stands week one, 2016, his first career start, and he throws that touchdown on the sideline to, what was that, Jordan Matthews, and the link erupts, and I just felt like I'm on the cusp of watching greatness for this guy, and in that moment, he feels like your guy, and then on Sunday, watching Hurts, again, I'm not saying he's the next franchise quarterback, 
He was merely good. Winning one game against, I'll bet, a very good defense. They were, last week, New Orleans was number two DVOA defense. And having a 100, run, 100 rushing yard game is awesome. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's the franchise quarterback right now. But for on Sunday, on Sunday, in the game, in that moment, when he's rolling out, when he's getting those, what do you have, seven or eight first downs that he rushed for? Watching him pick up those high leverage plays and those high leverage situations, getting those first downs that otherwise they may have turned into sacks with Carson Wentz, could have turned into turnovers. Jalen Hurts runs around all the time. Oh, quarterback runs around too much, runs around in the pocket. He's going to get sacked. Jalen Hurts, I guess the team that had Cam Jordan on them, one of the lead leaders in sacks, that defense as a whole, had took zero sacks, took zero sacks, did smart things, threw the ball away a lot. But when you're a backup quarterback in your first career start, when you're a 22-year-old rookie in your first career start, Going up against, at the time it felt like people were hyping him up all week saying, oh, this, this Saints defense is going to eat him alive. This Saints defense. I knew they were good. I think people got a little carried away if Jalen Hurts took, took care of him the way he did. People talked about them like they were 85 Bears. Maybe they are. But not to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it just it was awesome. It was fun. And now I'm excited. I wanted them to lose out. Now there's a non-zero chance they can win if the division ends. You know, they're playing an Arizona team that's pretty good, but hasn't been great as of late. Yeah, they beat the Giants last week, but, you know, I pulled up some numbers. They're 12th overall in DVOA. Their offense is 14th. Their defense is 9th. I guess the most exploitable aspect for the Eagles is their running game and that X factor that comes with having Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. Uh, Arizona's rush defense, 15th in DVOA. Eagles, surprisingly, have left leapt up to the 5th in DVOA for rushing, for offensively rushing. And that's because of how efficient Miles Sanders has been this year. And, you know, contextually because of recency bias that comes in with DVOA, uh, how well Hurts played this past week. As, as, as rushing as a quarterback, you know, picking up was 106 yards. On it said 18 carries, uh, there was really 15, so you no, know, figure those things out. He took three details down because the Eagles won. Going in Arizona, you know, I'm thinking, I still want the Eagles, I want the Eagles to lose. I say that in the back of my head, but in my heart, I know I'm gonna be cheering for them on Sunday. Like, I, I want them to win, I want to see Jalen Hurts, I want to see this magic, I want to recapture those feelings of watching something special. Something unique. The beginning of something big. Those are feelings I haven't had about the Eagles in forever. Really since 2017, 2018. In a way, and it's it's an obvious comparison. But in 2018, the Eagles come in. They lose that game in Dallas. The disaster Cleet Blakeman game. And they lose in overtime. Wentz gets, uh, I guess you could say, felt a little stealth benching. But the Eagles were losing. Had a back issue. Hey, Carson sit these things out. We have a fifteen percent chance of the playoffs. Carry on. Foles comes in. They're what thirteen and a half point underdogs against the Rams in LA on Sunday Night Football. Shock them. Next week, or a little bit later on, the Eagles play Houston in Philly. That was Week Sixteen, and the Eagles went thirty-two thirty. High scoring affair between a team that made the playoffs that year, a team that won their division. Houston Texans came to Philly. Clowney had a huge hit on Foles. Falls through for, I think, 471 yards and four touchdowns. Are you are you kidding me? I'm, I'm getting those vibes. This team was left for dead 
rightfully so, like rightfully so, not just the, you know, the negative, pessimistic Philadelphians. This team stunk. But having a new guy in there who brings some juice because of his style of play, because of his poise, because of that unknown factor that comes with a backup quarterback, a rookie quarterback, but one who had a ton of success in college, played on some of the game's biggest stages, won big games, went through his own trials and tribulations, as both Carson Wentz and Nick Foles have gone through. He was benched at halftime of a national championship, saw the other guy come in, win, lead him to that game, take his job. He had to transfer to it. He's now in Miami. He had to watch all that, just as Carson Wentz had to deal with that. So Jalen Hurts knows how hard the life of a quarterback can be. He's known it since he was, you know, essentially a teenager in Alabama, that 2017, 2017 team. And he takes off a year and goes to Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley. Coincidentally, the Eagles will be playing Kyler Murray, who just one year before hurts it at Oklahoma, lit it up under Lincoln Riley and won the Heisman Trophy, became the first pick in the draft. Then hurts is a Heisman runner-up, has, as I said, 52 total touchdowns under Lincoln Riley. So having a little fun battle there with the OU Sooners guys. But that feels like the game where, man, I could see some points getting put up here. I know they're ninth in defensive DVOA, but yo, maybe Miles Sanders pops off, has a 150-yard game. Maybe Hurts throws for 250 yards and throws up 65-75 on the ground, has his first rushing touchdown of the year, throws for two touchdowns. Maybe we're getting another game in the late high 20s, 30-28 to win, 30-27 to win. I think it's on the table, yeah. We have we have Larry, uh, DeAndre Hopkins just when Larry Fitzgerald's on the outs in his career. Uh, we have the new Arizona Cardinals uh, receiver that's going to haunt the Eagles for the next 15 years, and DeAndre Hopkins specifically because the Eagles stupidly didn't trade for him uh, this past offseason let him go to Arizona. But that's another Howard discussion. So I'm vibing. Had that 2018 run. Foles comes in, works his magic, and, you know, Washington drops one of these next two games to play Seattle at home. Both at home. They play Seattle at home and Carolina at home. They would need to lose one of those two games with the Eagles winning their next two to make Week 17. I'm going to take my glasses off when I say this. Week 17, just when the football world thought they escaped the NFC East and everything that goes on with it, they would likely be treated. That Eagles-Washington game, I'm sure if the Eagles win their next two games and Washington drops one of theirs, will be flexed to primetime on NBC's Sunday Night Football. And the world will watch, as it feels like almost every year, Week 17 Sunday Night Football game is ostensibly the NFC East Championship game. I feel like it's always that, right? And dread it, run from it. The NFC East arrives all the same. You can't get rid of us. I think that's on the table. Being a little chaotic right now, a little goofy, but I'm vibing. I haven't felt good about the team. Like, listen to the last half dozen to ten, I don't even know how many podcasts. When have I seemed really happy about this team? Talking smack during Dallas week? Yeah, but I knew at the time, deep in my heart, that both of these teams sucked. But right now, Jalen Hurts presents something exciting. Something that I could hold on to. Hope is oh so sweet and oh so free, as I like to say. Jalen Hurts provides 
All the hope in the world for Eagles fans. Now, is he going to be the guy that carries this team for the next 10 years? Probably not. But there's a chance. For the interim, I, I, I like watching the Eagles win. Like, yes, I can put on my glasses again and be this analytically savvy, forward-thinking, progressive, smart fan that I am sometimes on the surface and say, the best thing for the future of this franchise is to get a top five pick and maybe a top three pick, which is out of the cards now. But to have a top pick in the draft, new GM, new coach, new quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Restart things over. But there's a part of me that just misses being alive. And obviously I'm alive right now, but I mean really alive. Really alive. Watching the Eagles win on Sundays. Being enthralled. Being so into the game. Making it, making it feel like this all-encompassing force in my life. I miss that feeling. And on Sunday, maybe it's just for one Sunday. Maybe they get smoked in Arizona. But for Sunday, I felt like it was okay to have the Eagles feel like your whole world again. Because of the promise of Jalen Hurts. Because of the new energy. The new juice. He gave this ailing Eagles team. This Eagles roster that has looked like dog turds all season. Gave him the juice. You know what? They beat Arizona. I'm all in. It's, like, I'm all in. I, I'm scared to say it. Like I, I'm, you know... I'm hedging a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, it's good if they lose, but I kind of want them. I want them to win. Like, at the end of the day, I say that I'm, I'm trying to be the smart guy. I'm trying to be, do the correct thing. You know, like you're like you're trying to do what your dad tells you to do. Like, if you're trying to you know, go to college or find a job or in high school, trying to do what your parents are trying to tell you to do. Oh, yeah, the Eagles should lose because it's the smart thing. But know what? Yeah, I went to college, have a college degree. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. No one is. Except one person, I guess, right? <laughs> I want to have fun. I want to watch the Eagles win. And I know they shouldn't. I know it's probably a detriment to the future health of the franchise. But for this week, this holiday season, I want some Eagles backup quarterback cheer. The perfect recipe for a holiday cocktail in Philadelphia. Two-part cinnamon Two-part nutmeg, one-part backup quarterback. Jalen Hurts, we've seen this story before in Philadelphia. It's our favorite holiday special. Take away Year Without a Santa Claus, a Christmas story, jingle all the way, Thrumo out of the way. Philadelphians' favorite holiday tale is that of the triumphant backup quarterback. So one last time, Maybe the last time in the Doug Peterson era. Maybe this is the last December of the Doug Peterson era. Give me my movie. Give me my favorite movie. A backup quarterback leading the Eagles to the playoffs. I want it. I want it. Maybe I'm a sicko. I am a sicko. And no maybe there. But I'm ready for it. Jalen Hurts. You got the city behind you. You got me behind you. You brought that energy. And on this podcast, I'm trying to give it to you right back. You deserve it. We deserve it. The fans, the city. I want fun football. Is that a crime? Yeah, I know they should lose out. They need to take a hard look in the mirror. They need to take a sobering look at this whole organizational structure that had put them in a position to be 3-8-1. and But gosh darn it, I love watching the Eagles win. Sorry to say it. 
Let's smack the crap out of Arizona. I hope he goes for like 350 yards of total offense, three touchdowns. Josh Sweat, who's playing like a madman, strip sack on Kyler at the end of the game. I want all of that. Give me all of that. Let me believe once again. Happy holidays. Go Birds. G and